Coming up next on Primetime Power Radio, the Primetime Power Show. Get ready. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's Primetime. It's Primetime. It's Primetime. Prime time. It's prime time. Prime time power show. Good evening, welcome everyone to the live broadcast of the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio, featured on the TuneIn Radio app station, Primetime Power Radio, also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com, as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. We offer radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs. If you have an Alexa device, you can simply say, Alexa, play Primetime Power Radio from TuneIn. Also, if you have a Google device with the Google Assistant, you can also say, okay, Google, play Primetime Power Radio from TuneIn. You'll be able to check out the live broadcast. We have arrived at show number 307 of the Primetime Power Show. And special thanks to our supporter, the O Insurance Group, LLC. They offer great services for all your health and life insurance needs. Call the O Insurance Group today at 844-585-8436. Or you can visit them at oinsurancegroup.com. Once again, that's 844-585-8436. And you just heard my Google device in the background. I meant to mute it. So that's what you heard in the background. So you know that it works, right? So tonight, we're going to also feature our sponsor, Mayworks, working for your success for professional websites, computer assistance, small business support, and more. Check out Mayworks by going to their website at mayworks.com to get all the information in relation to their services. If you're ready to be served, you can give them a call at 484-466-5460. Once again, that's 484-466-5460. By the way, I'm Derek May, along with Dr. Christina Williams and Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. No Paul Earthquake more tonight, but we're going to have two parts of the first segment on Uplift Today, and we're going to start the show off with Uplift Today, and we're going to begin with the words of encouragement tonight, which is meant to uplift your spirit. A scripture reference is going to come out of the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 6. We're going to highlight verses 33 and 34. Also, in part two of Uplift today, we're going to talk about small business tips. Tonight, we're going to talk about business lessons learned during COVID-19. Just want to share some things in relation to adjusting and still trying to conduct business during COVID-19 and the initial impact of it when it first came on the scene back early in the year in March and how did businesses respond, how they react, were they ready or were they not ready. So we're going to talk about that in part two of Uplift today. And then in our next segment from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams, the topic tonight is, is it better to understand or be understood? That's a very interesting question. So think about that. And Dr. Williams will be on at the top of the hour around 8 o'clock p.m. And then finally, in our last segment, Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton, The Place of Decision. The spiritual topic tonight is strengthening your grip. So that's what's coming up on the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. Do us a favor. Tell your family members, tell your friends about the Primetime Power Show. As I mentioned, a lot of great ways to check us out. Tune in radio app, 
Look for Station Primetime Power Radio, also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com, as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. And also, if you have those devices, you can simply say, play Primetime Power Radio from TuneIn, and you'll be able to hear the broadcast as well. So what we're going to do at this time, we're going to take a break. We're on the other side, we're going to get started with our first segment, Uplift Today. Words of encouragement coming up right here live on the Primetime Power Show on Primetime Power Radio. Primetime Power Show Live. Prime Time Power Show. Prime Time Power Show, baby. Prime Time Power Show. That's right. Radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs. It's the Prime Time Power Show on Prime Time Power Radio. Are you looking for technology support that can assist you with your web, computer, and business needs? MateWorks provides professional solutions that can help you with whatever need that you have. With a wealth of experience and technical know-how, rest assured that MateWorks can deliver on fulfilling your requirements. Learn more about MateWorks by going to their website at MateWorks.com. MateWorks is also available on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So give us a call today at 484-466-5460. Once again, that's 484-466-5460 if you would like to discuss service options or if you are ready to start today. MateWorks, working for your success since 2000. You are now listening to Primetime Power Radio on the TuneIn Radio app, also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com and PrimetimePowerRadio.com. The Primetime Power Show is now available via podcast. Yes, you heard that right. We are on podcast, meaning that now we're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. So if you missed the show and you didn't catch us live or you just want to hear a show again, subscribe to the podcast, whatever platform you're on. Once again, that can be iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. And then every time we have a show available via podcast, you will be able to see the latest, greatest show that's available. So once again, the Primetime Powers show is now available on podcast. Subscribe today. Are you looking for an opportunity to add your podcast, media, or radio show to Primetime Power Radio? We offer slot times to broadcast your content live on our radio station. Primetime Power Radio is available as a radio station on the TuneIn Radio app and also streams on PrimetimePowerRadio.com. Get heard by your audience and establish a presence on the radio. Just go to PrimetimePowerRadio.com and click on the Join Primetime Power Radio link to learn more. Broadcast was in you today. Insurance Group LLC specializes in health and life insurance services that cater to meeting your needs. The O Insurance Group LLC specializes in health insurance assistance such as Medicare education, medical advantage plans, Medicare supplement plans, prescription drug plans, 
General Vision, Group Health Insurance, and the Affordable Care Act. The O Insurance Group LLC also specializes in life insurance assistance such as final expense, term life, whole life, universal life, and variable universal. Interested in getting the help you need now? For more information, call Sharita Odoms at 1-844-585-THEO or 1-844-585-8436. The O Insurance Group LLC, health and life insurance done with you in mind as we change one life, one day at a time. Keep the faith. 
Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. Tune in radio app station Primetime Power Radio. Also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. We're going to start with our first segment tonight right here on the Primetime Power Show on Uplift Today, our words of encouragement. Tonight, our scripture reference, as I mentioned in the intro, out of the book of Matthew chapter 6, we're going to highlight two verses tonight, verses 33 and 34. Once again, tonight, we're going to come out of the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 and 34. As usual, I like to read two versions of the word. We're going to come out of the New King James Version, as well as the New Living Translation tonight. want to encourage those out there, grab your Bible, read along with me, whether you got it on your smartphone tablet you got the old book the new king james version reads but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things sufficient for today is its own trouble the new living translation says it like this according to matthew chapter 6 verse 33 and 34 it says seek the kingdom of god above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need finally verse 34 and conclusion says so don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So just thinking about what worrying actually is, right? So worrying is like this disturbing, nerve-wracking, and upsetting feeling that we get. And it's something that as every man has lived on this earth, they've experienced this sensation of worrying. And when it enters our mind, what it does, it causes us to refer to those concerning thoughts that we have, or even images, or even emotions, and it's usually in a negative nature, which gets our mental attention because now we're out of our norm, and it begins to overtake our mindset from its normal usual thinking. And it even have the capability to even alter our logic from time to time as well. So this worrying that I'm referring to, it brings concern about a very real or or even an imagined issue that happens to show up. And worrying can come from things like us having just an uneasy feeling about our health. You know, one day we're feeling good, we're feeling normal, and now we're questioning some things because Our body is now going through a physical change. We feel strange. We feel different. We don't feel well. So that can cause and trigger some worry as well, right? Well, how about financial situation? This is something that's probably more realistic to the current day that we're in right now. Seeing that the dollars coming in at one time was good, but now all of a sudden money is short or or money has has lacked as far as having the abundance that it used to have, and it doesn't seem to be enough to be able to pay the bills that we have or take care of the responsibilities they have and we know those things can only be taken care of and be fulfilled by having that monetary resource so we can take care of those particular matters so that can cause a concern as well right well even relationships even when things were going well at one point to now being shaken and being shattered due to the effect of whatever change that happened to come or even our social interactions and how we engage as well when friends went from one point from being cool and someone we can depend on, someone that cared about us, to now it flipped suddenly to now being a negative situation, to them gossiping and even turning our backs against us and now not being our friends anymore, but actually becoming our enemy and our foe. Or even things like our environment, for example, where we live at and who we dwell with as far as the people, who's in our circles, 
or just general uncomfortable feelings about the safety of where we live. And I know that's a very real prevalent thing in today's time. So as you can see, there are so many things that we deal with that can get us to this particular stage of anxiety tonight. So this discomfort of feeling that I'm talking about, like things that are not in its ideal form right now, it's not in a controllable state in which we would like it or prefer it to be at. So this worrying that I'm talking about, it can also have some impacts on our decision making as well and our reactions and how we respond. And it can even unfortunately create fear to build within us due to it's causing us to now feel like we're nervous about something that now appears uncertain. Now, now we're shaky because it can shake up our confidence and it can mess with our composure as well. And we've been at those times where things from our view now doesn't feel or look too stable. It doesn't look too hot. We, we know about the challenges. They look a bit too difficult to win over. We, we, we've been all through those experiences, right? We've even been in situations that seem to steer in a direction that we no longer have control of like we used to have control of it right so so much can come our way and we know in this life each and every day it comes in waves in all types of different forms and different matters particularly at times when they come at the worst possible moment that's the thing that really rises up our, ourselves up to feel worried so there's so much stuff to deal with already and you know let's think about where we are now in 2020 and for a lot of us out there it's been a great and very difficult test for many of us because our world our life our situations or even our health if we've been uh, affected by COVID has changed and it has not changed for the better so all of this can be a very trying it can be a very overwhelming time period in our lives that leads sometimes to some restless nights sometimes we can have some constant headaches and it can make us feel like we're not really ourselves anymore. But guess what? With all these assorting variances of issues that come to trigger a worry thought or thoughts in our mind, we got to understand tonight that Jesus wants to remind us in the scripture focus that I read tonight that in all things that we happen to encounter in life, we have to know just who we can go to when we start to feel that way. When we start to respond to those matters. We got to remember tonight that when things feel just a bit too much for us, that we that we can run to and go find the one option tonight that will be able to help us get through the ordeals that we're facing. And we don't get tricked into thinking, man, is the be-all tonight? No, 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 no. But instead, we take our course and we go in the direction where the ruler is. I'm talking about God himself. We have to go to God because we have to understand that in these times, he is the the best and absolute first option that we should consider at all times. And we also need to understand tonight that God is above everything and everyone else. So that tells you the power that he has right there. And not only do we go to him, but we also do what we are supposed to do as well to be in right standing as we approach him as well. Because if we, it takes repentance for us to do so, then that's one of the steps that we have to do. If it takes cutting out and discarding someone or something or whatever it is that's negative I'm talking about, so be it. That's what we have to do. For when we come like we should, the supplier of all things, God is going to give us everything that we need from him. Because there is relief when you cast your burdens to God. Then he says that we can cast all our cares for him because he cares for us. We got to understand and know tonight that there is peace as well when we release control 
And God gets control of the very situation that we're tripping on that we're worrying about. And God is also telling us that the worries that we have, that we need to make sure that we keep them in check. And we don't allow them to stretch out in our lives and become bigger and greater than what they really are. Because the life that was granted freely to you and to me tonight is where what you need to concentrate on. Because tomorrow will be for tomorrow, as the word tells us, right? So instead of worrying and analyzing stuff a bit too much, Jesus tells us to simply focus on God during that point. Have a single-minded commitment to God and begin to seek his reign through Christ Jesus himself. And a couple verses before in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 31, Jesus tells us to not worry about what you will eat, what you will drink, or what you will wear. And don't be like unbelievers in which things that dominate their thoughts, but know with full insurance tonight that your heavenly father God knows every single thing that you're standing in need of. So that means that we don't have to live feeling unsure because God knows every particular, he knows every detail, he knows every itty bitty ounce of what you stand in the need of tonight. So we need to have faith tonight and we need to exercise it. I'm talking about for real to know that God is going to always deliver on our behalf. And we can't allow worrying to be the robber of our hope in him and doubt the great power that God has because he never loses it. He never relinquishes it. We serve a God that is able to do what? Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask, above all that we can think. And that's what Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 tells us. That's why it's important to have that word up in you because when it rises up, that word will come back and it will remind you, despite what it looks like, that God is still the one that can conquer and overcome all. So what I wanted to do tonight, I wanted to share four points that's going to help us with this worrying topic that we're talking about. Because let's be honest, it's a very real thing that many, many of us deal with in the current state. And it's too many times we think that everything is within our control. And if we didn't learn it before, 2020 has been a clear indicator that everything is not in our control. And quite frankly, as we live and as we begin to experience and we begin to understand, we know more than ever in today's time that that is just simply not the case. So instead of trying to just do too much, because sometimes we do that, right? And I'm guilty of that as well. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to front. I'll be, I'll be realistic with that. And, and, and then getting so worried and so irritated about things that we don't have any power to do anything about in the first place, we need to accept the fact that sometimes that we're limited. And and the matter of fact is that we have limitations. And that's why we need to seek the kingdom of God each and every day and in all things, right? Because God's power is greater than ours. And that power enables us to experience success in dealing with things that we simply can't do on our own. So we got to know tonight that who we can go to, and we also got to know that God help is a crucial thing that we need in our lives, and we got to be proactive in the way of seeking him out and leaning on him like we're supposed to. And the second thing I want us to raise up is this. We have to make sure that in this state, this worrying state, this uncertainty period, that we make sure that we're going in the proper direction. And I'm talking about from a wisdom perspective. I'm talking about going to the source that can actually do something about it, right? And I'm not talking about an unsaved friend or someone that's unwise, someone that's inexperienced, acquaintance. 
they can't supply you with anything that you stand in the need of. And we get ourselves more distant and we don't understand it sometimes. We get ourselves further away, more bundled up with junk and all the mess when we head the wrong way in the wrong direction. So it's important tonight that we understand that we seek the helpful counselor tonight, the one that has wisdom, the one that is righteous, that righteous help, and all of those things come from God himself. So our focus tonight should be going to him concerning these matters that worry us that concern us and praying for what we need that worries and concerns as well because that's a very important step and the thing about it unfortunately is that we get lost too many times going to options that are available but they don't possess any power to help our situation so it's very critical tonight for us to seek godliness as we look for a viable option so that can help us in the things of life that causes us to worry and the thing about it we have to always remember that God accessibility is always available. And the beauty of it is that we can simply make a call to him and God is going to always answer. He's not going to put us on hold and he's not going to not pick up. He's always going to respond. The next point I want to consider is this. Our third point is that we also understand that in this state of worrying that emotions have to be managed as well. And I'm talking about letting the situation or issue get the best of us. You know, unfortunately, that can be harmful to us. And while concern and worries we understand, they sometimes they can affect our mood and they can uh, mess with our thinking at times. But we still got to be careful to not allow them to carry us away so much and take us to places that's going to cause even more damage than we're currently feeling or experiencing and not contribute to making a matter worse. So many times we get rattled. So many times we allow desperation to take us to places and people and things. And we think that it's a quick shortcut way to resolve something and it wind up putting us deeper and deeper and, and more in trouble and more in debt with things that will not be beneficial and helpful to us. But we got to understand that our temperament is important. It has to be channeled. It has to be managed. It has to allow the spirit that is in us to make sure that it seizes the control because you know how strong the flesh is. And we can't let our flesh rise up so much that it begins to form this huge and gigantic wave. And then what happens with that is what? The wave comes down and then it's going to try to drown out doing the right thing and the other and the wrong things are going to rise up to the top of it so these untamed emotions that i'm talking about they can compromise situations and they can make them even more complex and cause a greater hardship and we don't want to be our own worst enemy tonight but instead we got to quickly go to god seek him ask him to hold us in the proper position sometimes we gotta ask him lord Watch my tongue. Don't let me continuously speak life. And if I can at the moment, let my mouth be closed. Pause any negative reaction that will only seek out vengeance and it will not seek out love. So our last point tonight is simply this. We got to do this and, and, and humble ourselves, right? So what we got to do is surrender everything to God. And I'm talking about all of our thoughts. I'm talking about our worries. I'm talking about the concerns and our lives have to be given over to God because we got to always know no matter what it looks like, God always knows best. He knows the plans that he has for us. We do not want to get in the way of the process that God wants to execute in our lives. So, but the problem is when we don't surrender, we begin to do things relying on our own thought process. And that sometimes can go completely left and go the wrong way. And we may think that we know better sometimes, but we find that a bad decision made by us will tell us the reality of what we really thought we knew. Because sometimes we got to understand is that our pride will get in the way. And we got to remember that 
We got to humble ourselves. And when we humble ourselves and we get past what we want to do and do it the way God intends instead, we'll find a result of life that will eventually turn out better for us as a whole. So stop withholding the things that God should have. Give it to him. Release it to him. If it's still in our possession solely, we need to give it up tonight. We need to let God have it. We need to let God do his thing. Let God work like he only can because he's the very best at what he does. And when it comes to concerns and matters and issues, God is the one that can solve and he can provide the answers. You know, in the book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 7, it tells us, surrender yourself to the Lord and wait patiently for him. So that tells us right there that we have a role and let's play our role tonight. And when we play our role, God will surely do his. So as I wrap up this words of encouragement tonight. So tonight, if worrying has gotten the best of you and it's totally understandable, particularly in these times, if it, if it now somehow some way became like this regular thing that is in your life, know that God can provide relief and he can provide provide a rest for you as well and know that he is well able to succeed in any task that you happen to have and we got to know that he is the one that can help us and we got to know that he's the one that can assist us as well and we also got to know that he's the one that brings resolution to things that grabs your concerns so if you haven't done it in the past or it's been a minute it's been a while i want to strongly urge you tonight i want to encourage you tonight i want you to seek out god i want you to seek out his kingdom and i want you to make it a emphasis and i want you to dedicate yourself to it to live in a righteous fashion to put yourself in the best and proper grand position so that you can get that favorable response from god himself and we all stand in the need of his help and and, and lord knows that we need it today more than ever before and we've all experienced the uneasy feeling of worrying and we've all been there so we all can relate to this particular topic tonight right but the, what you know what the great thing is that God is here for us and he wants to be a great asset to our lives as well. But let us make sure that we are aligned and that we align ourselves with him and we do it in all things. Because remember, as I've been echoing throughout this throughout this message, that God always knows best. So let the one who is the chief, let the one who is the master, let the one who is the controller of all. Do what only God can do. And I guarantee your return and your answer is going to be much better or even greater than what you expect. So that's our words of encouragement today. Once again, we came out of the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 and 34. I'm going to read the New King James Version again. It simply says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So that's a mighty, powerful scripture. As I always say, write it down. If you don't have a journal, if you don't look, get get a spiral book, get one of those uh, composition books, whatever you got to do, or even a notepad app on your phone. You know, we got these phones and all these devices and all these applications that's on the phone, utilize it. And remember to jot this one down because this is one that is very important because we, we truly know and understand that worrying does pop up from time to time. Concern does pop up from time to time. And no one is really exempt from that, but it's how you respond and how you handle it and who you go to is going to be the way of how much worrying is going to have an effect on you as a whole. So that's our words of encouragement tonight. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you've been encouraged. We're going to take a break on the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. 
want to definitely thank everyone for checking out the show tonight. And as I mentioned, no Paul Earthquake more tonight, but part two, I'm going to pick up with some small business tips. Tonight, we're going to explore business lessons learned during COVID-19. And I know we're still in the midst of this pandemic, but we're going to talk about it a bit and we're going to throw out some practical things that we can think about, but also do so that we can have a higher sense of readiness from this point and going forward. So that's what's coming up next on the Primetime Power Show on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back in a few moments. The Primetime Power Show has advertising opportunities for your business or organization. We offer radio audio commercials, image text and audio advertising on our website and on our social media pages, live personality endorsements as well, much, much more. Learn more about our advertising options on our website at primetimepowershow.com slash advertise. Or you can email us a request for an advertising packet by sending it to advertise at primetimepowershow.com. Hey, be a part of the Primetime Power Show team and advertise with us.
listening right now live to the Primetime Power Show right here on PrimetimePowerShow.com. Keep it locked in. Primetime Power Show. Primetime Power Show is an online radio show that is broadcast weekly on PrimetimePowerShow.com and posted on other online media outlets such as Mixcloud. The views and opinions expressed by the different show guests and hosts that we broadcast are not necessarily views or opinions of the Primetime Power Show. We are an internet-only radio show. Therefore, we are not governed by the FCC or any other agency that we are able to play music and discuss topics of our choosing. We will respect and execute our programming accordingly and be mindful of others as our purpose is to uplift, inspire, encourage, and inform. Please Please contact the Primetime Power Show via email at feedback at primetimepowershow.com with any questions that you may have. Visit primetimepowershow.com for information about our show. Thank you. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. Thanks for being a part of the broadcast show number 307. We're going to continue with Uplift today in part two. We're going to talk about business lessons learned during COVID-19. And one of the things that we know and understand is that the coronavirus pandemic has really impacted, has really changed the way we do business as far as the standard plans and the standard ways and the standard templates that we had. And we're also finding out how those original plans are now, they were short-sighted and how now it's in the forefront. We see the limitations that it had. And sometimes we see that we may not have been as ready as we should have been in relation to any type of disruption that will cause a shift in how we can conduct business. So for this immediate effect of the coronavirus, we understand that business operations and the systems have had to change drastically and not just here in the United States or locally, but we're talking about all over the world. So there's many people out there. They had to redefine or they had to change in regards to shift to meet needs. And also it became necessary to make modification to business models that may have worked pre COVID-19 and also making some operational changes as well so that it can suit the present situation that we all are experiencing right now. So businesses in a nutshell, they can no longer operate the way that they used to in the past because of so many changes. So, so much of a drastic change as well. And during this pandemic, it may be a time where new models have to be created and formed now, new ways of working, new ways of conducting business. And it may stick around much longer than after when this pandemic of over because it has had such an impact on each and every one of us where we had to live and shift and do things differently. So what I wanted to uh, talk about tonight is just some things where we can uh, learn how to get better at being more ready, particularly during uh, disruptions such as a pandemic and how you run your business and just thinking about it doing this and, and what's the best strategies and, and, and not only coming up with ways to do it, but how can I employ it? How can I put it in production as well? So I wanted to share some tips that we can think about and talk about that we can hopefully achieve 
our goals and, and be more ready and also obviously stay afloat and stay on top and even exceed and still build and grow and still uh, allow our business to become what we envision them to be the whole time. So the first thing, obviously, is that businesses should develop better forecasting for disruption. So that's the first thing that we're going to kind of talk about. And one of the initial realities is that some businesses, they just wasn't ready at all to deal with the sudden COVID-19 effect, which in turn it impacted business very negatively, some to the point of permanent closure, unfortunately, um, changing guidelines, changing uh, indoor operations, <laughs> probably one of the biggest things that been impacted. So the obvious first lesson here learned is to be more ready, to get uh, more prepared and be more proactive and making sure your business has a sound plan to execute or even now implementing new options and new ways to still have that capability to still conduct business. And one of the challenges for some of the businesses has been a lack of what? Of use or adoption of technology. Some businesses, and I'm talking about large businesses from the mom and pop businesses, they did not have technology in place to be able to quickly have an alternate option to offer up. So some still don't have a website, still some doesn't have any form of a digital storefront to still be able to sell their products and services, just to have that alternative to still have your business open and operational and ready to serve people. Because remember, they still need your product. They still need your services. And just being able to forecast. So when I'm talking about forecast, just being able to calculate better, being able to estimate, being able to uh, project better, and just being able to plan accordingly, That all of those things, that can be a tremendous step in maintaining your relevance and your revenue stream in this very life-shifting abnormal time. So it's very important, first and foremost, and I think a lot of businesses got a reality check that they weren't as ready to be able to adjust to what the pandemic has caused, the effect that it has caused. So the second thing I wanted us to kind of talk about and explore is that businesses must learn to think innovatively, right? Because in this world that we live in, innovation is always an important thing, whether we have a pandemic or not, right? But never more so than now, because you really got to think out of the box. You really can't be as traditional as you used to be. You know, you may have had a simple blueprint, and in some industries and in some areas, it just worked, right? But in, in the midst of the coronavirus, one of the more important business tips is that we have to be more creative than ever. And that's going to help us be able to weather the storm, and we want to stay afloat. And it, and that's what it's going to take. So, you know, there's many different ways you can go about it. Um, but depending on what your business is, you may have to market different. Now, at one time, you may have been traditional in a way that you marketed, you know, maybe you mailed and maybe, maybe you emailed and maybe you really didn't embrace social media in the past. Now, that is pretty much one of the main options that you can reach out to people, particularly because people are staying in more, obviously, to protect themselves from COVID. So you have to digitally make that adjustment and find out all the platforms and all the ways to go about that so you can leverage it to take advantage of it. And the thing about it is that when you make these adjustments, then you'll, you'll be, and also, you know, even, even if you had a website that was pretty static and you really didn't utilize it for what the full potential of it is, you really, you really didn't have your products. You really didn't have your services. You really didn't have any type of e-commerce on it. You really didn't have a mailing list to, 
for people to subscribe so you can keep them in the loop. You know, just having another communication tool, you'll be able to reach out to them or even advertise and market to them as well. So it's, it's, it's important that we understand that during these times, we have to think of alternative ways that's going to be effective for our business. And in some ways, obviously, we're hampered and they're limited at this point. But it's important that particularly with social media now that you continue that engagement with not only your existing customers, but potential customers as well. And you have a willingness to use those platforms. And if you're not savvy, it's important that you find someone that can help you in this process as well. And trust me, as many firms out there, as many companies out there, that's more than willing to uh, help you with that technology gap and be a great support to you. But that's one of the things that is extremely important. And, and I believe Something that can't be delayed because as we've seen, even with the most recent news that, you know, the coronavirus is still here. It's growing in numbers. It's affecting people more and more. So obviously you can see the writing on the wall where the, the way the new normal is, as I hear it's called, it's probably going to be here for quite some time. And I know there's um, initial words about a vaccine coming out, which is a great thing. And, you know, if it's effective, of course, um, and if it works, but it, it's still important for you to understand that you have to leverage the things that can have the most potential to have impact to be able to still be able to get the results that you're seeking out. So another thing is um, important is what we learned and now more than ever. And I, and I actually think this is a, a very good thing. Businesses are now demonstrating more care for their employees and for their customers as well. And it's important to do that because, you know, customers are still looking for your services. And, and they want to know that you're loyal to them, that you're dedicated to them, and they want to make sure that you're conducting your business at a level of care and concern that these services that, that you're providing will be delivered to them even in these very difficult and trying times, right? Because they still have an expectation, whether it's product or service, they still want to receive it. So it's important that we understand um, that we look out for the people that are working for us. Safety is very important nowadays. And also, so many things have been explored, such as um, working from home, uh, you know, even face masks, you know, sending those out to your employees because nowadays they're required by law or even giving tips that, you know, just to remind, you know, wash your hands, uh, keep your social distancing, encouraging your uh, employees, being more of a uh, support vocally and even, you know, with, with a reward system as well. So there's many ways that you can go about, you know, helping and making sure that uh, you demonstrate care for your employees and, and your customers as well. Check in with your customers. Say, hey, you know, how you doing? Just wanted to check in, see how things were going. If anything that we can help you with and support you with, uh, we're here. We're here to help. And, you know, just to kind of keep that engagement, kind of get them to understand and know that you haven't disappeared, that you're still viable, that you're still present, and that you're still willing to be able to assist and, and be a part of, of their lives because some of us out here we we support other businesses whether it's b2b or b2c business to customer and we we can't forget about it because of what's going on with the current times they still need what we offer them as far as from a product and, and service perspective and we got to make sure that we're delivering that but we also have to make sure that we remember the human element of things and not just be so focused on business 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 and making money we want to make sure that the people that we interact with 
are good as well. So the next thing, and I kind of talked about it a little bit, but not in, in too much detail. But if you have a business, the reality is that you definitely have to use social media a lot more often now. And, you know, there's a lot of reports out there. There's a lot of trends out there that social media engagement has went up significantly due to the coronavirus pandemic uh, because, you know, a lot of us are locked down. We're kind of in our homes and, you know, we're not going out as much. We're not interacting directly as much. Um, so obviously, because of that, you get a lot of more, lot more social media engagement all over the world now. So, you know, this is one of the beauty of this is that it's one of the easiest ways to to implement communication and engagement and marketing and advertising your business um, and, and just bring in awareness and also hopefully a return on sale. And, and like I said, social media is great, but you got to be able to pull people back to a place where they can make a payment or they can learn more about your services or your products as well. So don't forget about that part as well. Um, you know, obviously, some areas and some businesses are really, really uh, picked up, such as Netflix. And obviously, those services like that are going to pick up more people at home. They're, they're watching more movies and more TV shows. Um, so, you know, obviously, they benefit from it. But they also use social media. They also um, get their offerings out there and get their awareness out there because they want to let people know that they, they have services available that they can take advantage of so they can be entertained in the Netflix example, for instance. But even, you know, like Facebook Messenger and, you know, being able to be as a communication tool. I mean, look, look at Zoom, right? Zoom just came out of nowhere. No one was talking about Zoom until COVID-19 came on the scene. And now it emerged because the platform was perfect for the times. It, it was a platform where it offered not only audio, but video. It offered uh, interaction and collaboration, and it had a lot of tools. And it was just primed and ready to be able to support people to make the adjustment during these times. So it's important not only to, uh, you know, have your social media um, updated, you know, making sure your branding is there, making sure you're posting on a regular basis, make sure it has relevance, don't be posting just for the sake of just posting, but also um, staying engaged with, with people, letting them know who you are and what your brand is and that you're still active and that you're still going to be responsive and being creative. And this is another way where I talked about that word creativity, because I think now more than ever, you, you have to be in these times. So using social media more often is going to benefit you. And there's so much, uh, so much engagement on social media, so many people on social media, and there's so much content that, that you can offer and that you can absorb as well. So it's a great thing for your business adoption. If you don't have a social media marketing plan, look it up. You can Google it. You can start very basic and get on it because it's a thing that it's going to continuously grow and grow and grow. And it's going to be probably, if it's not already, one of the main communication tools that you're going to be able to utilize. So um, the last thing I wanted to talk about is the work from home situation. And that's one of the things that a lot of businesses, um, you know, due to COVID-19, they, they've adopted that. I know, you know, there probably was a time where, you know, some businesses really didn't like that because they was worrying about the production of their employees. But as you're finding, you know, and what I think is, it, it, obviously it's, it hasn't been a problem. And one of the reasons why is I think people understand that in these times that job security is, is extremely important. So they're going to respond and they're going to deliver what you ask of them and, and, and they're going to earn, earn their paychecks. But, you know, working from home has become uh, something that is a must nowadays in regards to maintaining business operations 
uh, whether you're local, whether you're national, or, you're, or particularly international. And, you know, so many things going on um, during the day in regards to the working environment. And, you know, a lot of us have uh, routines that we do and some of them are strict. But it's important to make sure that the transition from working from the office and working at home, that is as smooth of experience as possible and making sure that we're equipping employees with everything that they need, making sure that we have tools in place and we have uh, guidelines and policies in place so that the level of productivity maintains at a certain level, but also making sure you have that balance because you don't want to burn out folks as well. So it's essential that you know businesses out here, they provide the necessary tools to help employees stay focused and stay effective as well. And it's important for that because obviously with the changes in COVID, I'm sure many businesses have probably took a dip in their revenue. Um, so having tools and, and understanding how they work and deploying them out and making sure that uh, employees are trained and make sure they're ready to use them, that they feel comfortable. You know, it, it's a vital thing that needs to happen during this time. And there's so many tools out there in regards to management tools and, you know, time tracking, if you need to do that, um, to keep employees uh, focused and efficient. But you don't want to micromanage. I'm not a big fan of micromanage. I know some people find it to be, you know, effective as far as getting the most out of someone. But you got to understand as well that we, we live in times that are very different than ever before. And, you know, there's still a human element. There's still a side where we're still going to be concerned about our families. We still have a family life because just because we're home and we may have a designated room to do our job duties, we still have a whole family that we support and we take care of. But it is important that the work from home setup for those that are working from home is important for the business owner uh, to be able to make sure that they're equipped in with their employees with everything that they need to be successful. So these are just some of the things I just wanted to share in relation to, you know, some of the business lessons learned during COVID-19. And, you know, some some uh, businesses have done a good job adapting and being agile and quickly being able to make adjustments. But others have really struggle with this. So I hope tonight, you know, for those that's listening to have a business or if you don't, or if you're thinking about it or just, you know, good information in general to understand the importance of being able to forecast, being able to, um, be innovative, be creative, being able to, uh, demonstrate care and concern and not be so heavily just all about business, uh, taking advantage of social media and technology, of course, and then making sure to work from home tools, equipping them and training anything that's needed is going to be there. So I'm going to wrap up my segment and that's going to do it for Uplift today. And coming up next is our next segment of the evening. And we're going to go from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams. She's going to be on tap. Great topic. The question is, is it better to understand or be understood? So think about that during the break. We'll be right back in a few moments and we'll be right back on the other side with the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. Your name 
Cause my world does need change In Jesus' name So
And welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to transition to our next segment from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams. Greetings, everyone. I'm so excited to be back here again. Even in the light of the pandemic, we are still here giving you service. Before I get started, I just wanted to make an announcement for a young man that um, took it upon himself to orchestrate and to create a Thanksgiving dinner, and it's called Jesus Thanksgiving Dinner. And the young man's name is Marlon D. Weaver, Jr. So on November the 26th, from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. in the 5100 block of Warrington Avenue, the young gentleman will be there uh, serving people, and they will have dinner. And I really wanted to bring this up because when you talk about young people and you talk about they're not doing anything, uh, this young man has this uh, wonderful dream to um, to feed those or to help those. So I'm just asking you to just stop past and say hi to him on uh, November the 26th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. in the 5100 block of Warrington Avenue. His name is Marlon Weaver. If you wanted to give him a call, um, you can definitely give him a call. Um, he is on my um, Facebook page. But if you wanted to um, to call him, you can do so on 267-370-9181. No one should be hungry for Thanksgiving. So, now listen. I really, um, I really had some thought into thinking, is it better to understand or is it better to be understood? And I know why most people want to be understood because they want to have their point across. At some point, you might be saying the same thing, but in different wordings. And so sometimes it's better to just listen, to understand. Um, so listen, Reverend Matt. Yes, ma'am. What do you think? Do you think it's better to understand or better to be understood? I would prefer both, but if I had to pick one, I think it's. Uh, mm, that's, I got to think about that. That that's a good question. It, <laughs> it's it's, hard, it's, it's right? not it's not as simple. I, I was going to say um, it's better to understand because then you know you'll have awareness, but you want to be understood as well. Because if you're the one relaying something to someone else, then you want to make sure it's received. So that that's a very interesting question. I I, I got to think about that a little bit more. <laughs> so if you if you are not understanding someone, you know we have rallies, we have marches, we have all this stuff. But we and we have that so that people will understand where we stand on certain uh, subjects. Right. The government where we where we stand with the government. So it's better, and I think our officials are elected to understand. Not so much to be understood, but to understand. Because if you understand, then people will listen so that you will be understood. And so it was, um, I think, what my professor said to me, uh, he gave he posed that question to me. And he gave me this example. He said two brothers was in the kitchen, and they had chicken. And the one brother took the other brother's chicken, and the brother shot him. So why did you think he shot him? Over chicken? Yes. Why do you think he he shot him? I don't know. I mean, I I I, I don't know if it was Popeye's chicken, you know, Church's chicken, <laughs> KFC. <laughs> but but are, but but all I know is my man was serious about some chicken. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, he did that because it was understood that that was disrespectful. Ah. If he would have asked him for it, he would have given it to him. But because he wanted to be understood by taking the chicken, the consequence of that was that his brother shot him. So it really had nothing to do with the chicken. And if he understood that my man was very serious about his chicken, then under understanding would it would understanding and understanding would the, everything it, it would have been beneficial to his life. <laughs> it's past that. It's past that. It really has nothing to do with the chicken. It just has they are brothers. Right. And you don't disrespect your brother right. by taking something when all you had to do was ask for it. Now he thought that should have been understood, but it wasn't understood. The understanding is he got shot. So he understands that, but he doesn't, he did not listen to understand before he made a move thinking that that would be understood. His brother would have understood it. So it's just, this, this is what we do. I think this is some of the things that we have. We are so busy um, trying to educate people on what we want to be understood and so we're not understanding what the issue is what the issue um could be or sometimes you know i was in a meeting and people were saying the same thing but it wasn't under it was um nobody was understanding because nobody was listening everybody was eager to get their part part across so it's important i thought it would be very important because in the time that we're in now we're in a time now that we really don't want to understand we can't understand the pandemic we can't understand our president we can't understand any of that stuff but we can't understand it is it because we're not listening or is it because we want to be we want to be understood that we need to eat that we need to um have jobs that we need to do these things but is the government understanding this or are they spearheading and looking to their own identities or their own things to go on so it, it's just really important that we make sure that we understand and make sure our children have a conscious effort to understand the things that's going on in the world today not necessarily for you to be understood but for you to understand if you understand what's going on today then guess what? When you go and project it out to others so that they can understand, then you will be understood because you have taken the initiative to understand what the conversation is. For example, you were talking about earlier, you were talking about how your business, how you can actually go ahead with your business, even in this pandemic, and how you can make it happen. Well, if people wasn't listening, do you think they would understand how to do it? No. Probably not. Yeah. So, right. So you have to understand things before you can reply to anything um, in that circle. We don't know everything. So it's important to understand. However, even in that, you try to understand things. If you can't, of course, you have to research it. And we are known, our African-Americans are known not to research. They're known to make decisions based on emotion. And because we do that, guess what we don't do? We don't understand. We don't understand the judicial. The, the whole, the election, the whole election process, if you ask someone about the election process, they don't understand what the process is. All they know is they need to vote for the president, the um, governor, and the um, uh, mayor. 
But what they don't know, if they understood, is that those three positions don't make laws. And so we vote for those, pre we vote for the president, we vote for the governor, we vote for the mayor, we vote to, for those three slots, but we never go back and vote for the House of Representatives or the Senate. So what we have learned, what we understand now, is that the Senate makes the law. We know in the impeachment process, the House of Representatives made the case. Isn't that right? Yes, but the indeed. Senate decided whether the impeachment process yep. was going to make him leave office. So we have to understand that because because we did not understand it in 2016, nothing happened. So then we get to a place where we understand some of it based on the consequences that we have gone through in the last four years. And now it's like, oh, wait a minute. I understand. I understand what the um, electoral votes are. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I think that's probably been the biggest eye opener for a lot of people uh, because, you know, many were so attentive to this election that now they understand. I, I agree with that. Yeah, because they because they were listening. So they understand now. So they're going to be understood at the polling place. So they was understanding. And now this election proves that they understood. And I mean, that they understand and that they had, they're being understood by their vote. Isn't that right? So we have, I think as long as we educate each other on the things that we have heard or the things that we start to understand that we educate each other on what that means and what the consequences of things are. Because definitely if you, if, if um, now we're at a tie for the Senate. So in, in uh, January, they're going to vote for the Senate. This, just the two, it's a runoff, just the, the two seats in Georgia. But do we understand what it means to win those seats. And do we understand what happens if we don't? Do we understand that the Senate and the, the, um, the House is not always voted on when it's time for the president, that you have to go back in two years and vote for them? But see, we don't do that. So it's taken for granted that, um, that those people will be gone if the president is gone. So it's really important that we understand. We understand what's going on in the world. We understand what's going on in our judicial system. We understand what's going on in our legislative system, how it works. We need to understand that. So when you vote, you are being understood as representing those that you understand um, that's in those seats. You understand who they are. Right. How is somebody in the seat for 30-something years or 40-something years? How did that person stay in there? We didn't understand the power of the seat. We didn't understand that. So we had to go through consequences in order to understand that so that we could be understood on election day. That's why you can't be lazy. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you can't be lazy with your vote. You know, if you have to really, like you said, every seat, every position, you have to understand first of all what what that is, and also the person that's that's running for it. What you know, what what they stand for, what's their goals, what they're trying to accomplish, how, how are they going to help the community or you know, city, state, wh whoever they're going to impact. So, yeah, that's important. Right. We can't just vote because we like somebody. Or, or you're, you're, you're a certain party and you just go straight down the line. Right. It may, it may so not, really that may not understand. be the case. Yeah. Right. So you really don't understand. And anything could be, um, that person could be the opposite of what you understand them to be. Right. So it is really important. And I thought that was really important because all you see on CNN is about these two seats, these Senate seats. 
And it's very important because they make laws. You know what I mean? Yeah. They make important laws, and, and so nobody can stop them. So we need to be able to put the people that's in there, we need to understand what it is that they want from us and what it is that they can give us. And then we need to, to vote as if we understand so that we can be understood of definitely wanting to put that person in office. So it's very important. It's, it's important to me that we just, we kind of understand. We understand that our children are in danger. We we understand that uh, this coronavirus is putting our families and everybody in danger. We understand those things, but we are not following the directions that we said we understand. So how are we going to be understood? So you can't be understood when you don't wear a mask and when you don't do what it is for the betterment of everyone. You understand what I'm saying? So it's always it always comes out in, in what it is. It always comes out in what you understand or what the lack of your understanding is something, you know, because your reactions will show if you understand or if you don't understand. Absolutely. And so, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it was when I was sitting, um, Sitting down, and I was looking at CNN and stuff. I was like, they they keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And I was telling my mom, do everybody understand? Do they understand the importance of it? Why do they have to keep saying it over and over and over again? Why do they have to keep doing that? Because they're not understanding exactly what's going on. You know what I mean? So that's where that's um that's where I was this week. That's where I am this week. And then when I saw this young gentleman that was giving um out food. Um, and may, and perhaps not getting the um, the following that he needs. We need to understand the purpose behind it and the reason behind it. And I'm going to see if he can come on after Thanksgiving and tell us what it was and how it was attended. But he understands something. You know what I mean? He understands some things that his neighbors are hungry, and he can do some things if he opens up his mouth and understands that people can help him to get his dream to come true. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's why it's important for us to understand what he's doing and then take the next step and understanding our role as well to try to be a help and support as well. And, you know, sometimes that, that part I, I don't understand myself personally. You know why sometimes people don't want to help and support and respond. You know, I, that that part is, is challenging sometimes. Because they don't understand. So you have to go another way. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said it's always, you can always tell what people don't understand because mm -hmm. they always make mistakes in terms of their decision making on the specific topic. So um, when I heard this um, gentleman, this young um, gentleman say he wanted to take on that responsibility, it was a brush. I understand because he is the next generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he sees he the is need. The next, yep. Yeah, he's the next advocate mm -hmm. um, um, for us. He is the next, but we need to understand that. Right. We need to understand that he is the next leader in our area. We don't have to make him understand what we want to be understood. Mm -hmm. We need to listen to him because he is the one that is going to be next. Does that make sense? Yep, definitely. So I just want to encourage our young people. I want to encourage some of our young people that are out here doing whatever they need to do to survive or whatever they need. I need them to understand that there is help out there for them. And there is people that is trying to understand what their plight is. They trying to understand what it is that makes them do what they do. And then you could understand 
that we are concerned with our families being safe, our communities being safe. You know what I'm saying? So it might seem like a small thing to them based on how they understand it to play out. And so we, we just need to support our young people so that they can understand how the world is run, how our country is run. That's important first. Yeah. Because if you understand how the country is run, you understand how your community is run. You understand how to get the money from the people for the people. Yep. You'll understand that and not be so hard to be understood, but just sit back and just kind of listen yeah. to what is going on and pay attention to what's going on uh, in the background. And you'll so understand your role as well. Yep. You'll understand your role as well and, and what what you're called to do. Yes. You might be the next president. Yeah. Never know. Yeah. So we'll we'll take so, a, we'll, we'll take a break and we'll, and we'll come back on the other side in a few moments right here on the Primetime Power Show on Primetime Power Radio.
are now listening to Primetime Power Radio featuring talk, inspirational music, and the Primetime Power Show. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to resume our segment from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams. Hey, everyone. I'm not going to be long. Um, We won't be here next week because of Thanksgiving. And my prayer is that everyone have a safe and productive Thanksgiving and that you enjoy your food and your family. uh, But always stay um, safe and always always, um, take precautions. So once again, I want you you guys to give Marlon Weaver a call at 267-370-9181. Remember, he is serving food at uh, 51st and Warrington over there by the bridge from 12 p.m. until 5 p.m. on November the 26th. So we definitely look forward to it. I think that's Thanksgiving. Isn't that Thanksgiving? Uh, you know what? I think that's, yes, it is. Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I just wanted to let you. I just want you to um, to make sure to keep him in prayer. Go down and say hello. Oh, you didn't. You know what? I I, I just posted the flyer on our website. Did you tell him who's going to be there? No, I didn't tell him who was going to be there. Should I? Uh, yeah, man. I, I mean that that helps because I I see who's going to be there, and I used to watch them. I, I don't want to give it out. I don't want to give it away. I'll let you say it. Okay. They have the special guest. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. No. <laughs> His special guest is also Bernard Hopkins. That, yes, that, the man, you know, in the boxing world, I'm sure everybody knows who, who Bernard Hopkins is. So that's yeah. awesome. Uh, no, nah, that, that's fantastic. Um, so the flyer so is on our website, is, is on our Facebook page as well, as well as Christina. So definitely check it out. Yeah. So, everyone, I just wish you all a um, happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you when we come back. Remember, it is always better to understand than be understood you have a good safe week and i'll see you on the other side all right thank you so much have a awesome and safe and happy thanksgiving we're going to take a break on the primetime power show coming up next is our final segment of the evening the place of decision with reverend dr leroy pendleton spiritual topic strengthening your grip we'll be right back on the other side on the primetime power show right here live on primetime power radio Nothing stays the same Heaven is waiting For the mention of the name The spirit is moving Burning like a flame Healing the broken By the one we proclaim
Good night. 
And welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to transition to our final segment of the evening, The Place of Decision, with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. Good evening to all of our listening friends and audience. This is your friend Pastor Penn here again on the final leg of the Primetime Power Show. Glad to be with you tonight. I want to share a first a couple of verses out of the book of James, chapter 5, verses 7 through 8. But before we do that, let's have a word of prayer. And Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you have done in our lives. We ask for your grace that it will be sufficient tonight, that the word of God would minister to our hearts, and that, Lord, we would find ourselves strengthened in these days. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to read a passage here um, out of James 5, chapter 5, verse 7 and 8. And as a title for today's message, I, I, I call it Strengthening Your Grip. I believe deep in my heart. <laughs> Listen, guys, we're, we're living in such times. You got to get a grip on your life. And I'm going to tell you why that's important. But for the moment, the Bible tells us in James 5, 7 and 8, it says, Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the fruit See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. Here it is. You also be patient. Establish your hearts. There it is. For the coming of the Lord is at hand. This is one of the the, the, uh, the greatest passages in the New Testament that gives us further proof that Jesus is coming back. It was preached then, it's, it's still being preached. And the fact of the Lord's imminent return has been echoed through these scriptures. It's been taught by our religious leaders for over 2,000 years. And, 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 and as a matter of fact, this ought to be the governing belief that ought to motivate every believer and it ought to strengthen the church to live in a constant state of readiness. And so I would encourage you today, based on the word of God, that we need to establish our hearts. In other words, we need to get a grip on our life so that we can be able to not only handle life's pressures, but that we would be uh, in tune with the Lord's coming. And so that he would not, we would, matter of fact, that he would not be ashamed of us at his coming. So let's, let's talk about what it means to get a grip. I'll read verse eight again. James chapter five, verse eight said, you also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. The first thing that I think is really important in, in our day, matter of fact, let me say this. We were talking about something in the Bible, Bible study tonight about how there are many unbelievers who don't, who don't believe in Christ or don't follow the Bible because they don't believe it's relevant for today. Well, I want to say this in light of that mistruth and deceptive uh, false teaching. We need to get a grip on our belief. You need to get a grip on your belief system. I need to have a grip on my belief system. Now, this is important because we're not to be misled or influenced by the disbelief and the skepticism of others regarding the Lord's return. And if you do an average poll and talk to people, ask them if they believe that Jesus is coming back. I'm just talking about the common person. Most of them would, would say that they don't. Matter of fact, some will tell you that they don't believe that Christianity is the only way. And we know that people have been in denial regarding the truth about the return of Christ since the days of the early church. The apostles dealt with it. Paul dealt with it. That's what that's what Peter is. Uh, James is actually uh, giving us some encouragement tonight. And, and so just because people don't believe, you know, d does not negate the fact that we should allow that to be an influence in our life. Some, some listen, some people just won't believe. 
And you know, the unfortunate thing is that there are even skeptics in the church. There are folk who sit in the church Sunday after church Sunday, but they really don't believe in the authority of scripture. And so here's what Peter has to say in the book of second Peter chapter three, I'll start at verse number three it says, for you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come. Now he's even dealing with it, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago by the by God's word, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of water and with water. And by water also, the world at that time was devolved, deluged and destroyed. You talk about the flood of Noah. And by the same word, the present heavens and the earth reserved for fire being kept for the day of judgment and the destruction of ungodly men. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. And the Lord is not slow keeping his promise, as some understand. So so here we're warned in scripture that, listen, there were scoffers in in the days of the early church. There are scoffers today. And what's a scoffer? But somebody who laughs and speaks about a person or an idea in a way that shows that they think that that person or their idea is stupid or silly. That's what a scoffer is. Listen, they laughed at Jesus. They mocked him. They jeered him. Some said that he was a, a drunkard. I mean, they had things that they, that they said about him. And so my thing is, we have to guard our hearts. And in these, excuse me, in these last days, you've got to grip, get a grip on your beliefs. And so Jesus himself even said that his return is imminent. And that's across the board, whether we believe it or not. And how about this? In Noah's day, he warned the people that it's going to rain, yet not one person listened except for his immediate family until it took them by storm. And so Jesus made the reference that the people of our generation will have the same mentality. Now, this is important. Jesus talked about this. Guard your heart because there's a mentality that existed in his day. There's a mentality of unbelief and skepticism that exists in our day. Listen to what Jesus had to say as recorded by the Gospel of Matthew. Chapter 27, verse 37 through 39 says, but as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the son of man be for as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. How about that? And did not know until the flood came and took them all away. Listen to this now. So also will be the coming of the son of man be. And so people are going to be doing the same thing. Listen. He says, even in his day, in Noah's day, they didn't believe. The, the, Noah sounded the alarm. The gospel writers talked about it and preached about it in their day 2,000 years ago. And even in our day, we still teach and preach the coming of the Lord and is often met with skepticism both outside and inside the church. So my, my encouragement to you tonight is don't let the skeptics cause your heart to fail. Uh, you know what you believe. Stand on the word of God. If, if, if the word of God says it, it'll it'll happen. Listen, even if the rapture doesn't happen in my day, it's going to happen. But rest assured that the word of God is the same yesterday, today and forever. It doesn't change. Right. And so get a grip on your belief system. Don't don't let the skepticism of the world try to squeeze the truth out of you. Don't don't let the skepticism of the world cause you to compromise what you know to be true in the word of God. Eve compromised. The more Satan talked to her, 
about what she already knew. I won't even say Eve was confused. She wasn't confused at that time because her mind was clear. She had clarity of thought. They were perfect in every way. She chose to choose a different path. She chose to walk a different path. And she allowed herself to be influenced. She can't say the devil tricked me. He didn't trick you. He told you mistruth up against what you already what she already knew. And so I just want you to be on guard against that in these last days. Be on guard against the skepticism of others. Don't let that persuade you into pulling back from what you know to be true in the word of God. All right. The other thing that I just want to uh, encourage you tonight is get a grip on your heart. We, you know, we, we're led and directed by the influence of our, of our heart. That That is so important. The heart, the heart drives us. The Bible speaks emphatically about the importance of guarding our heart, you know. And so when we, when we talk about the heart, we need to understand what is what is the heart? It's not that physical blood pumping, you know, organ that's in the center of our chest. But we understand that the heart is at the center of, uh, of our core, at the core of who man is. He, he's, he's a triune being, body, soul and spirit. But within the soul of man, there is this thing called the heart. And what the heart is, is this. It's the source of a person's psychological life. It's our thoughts. It's where our thoughts evolve from. We call it the inner self, our mind, our emotions, our affections, our will that comes out of the soul of man. But, but it's called the heart of man. It's the core and it's the source of who you are. And so that's why the Bible tells us to guard it, because the, the heart is the part that brings order and balance to our entire being you ever notice if you get up and you're having a bad day because you convince yourself that it's bad you ever notice your whole day can be messed up you get up and like i don't feel like going to work and you know and and then you go to work and and because you have that attitude your 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 mind is set in motion your emotions are now on that level and your outlook on everything from that day no matter what happens will be just like you felt when you first got up, but if you get up and you say to yourself, this is a good day, regardless of what I experience," and you get that inside of your heart, your mind, your emotions, and you get those things in tune, you get up out of that bed, you go out on that cold 27 degree morning, start that car, sit in it till it's warm, get yourself to work, handle the business of the day. And you know what happens? The day goes by and you look back and it's just like any other day. My point is that you got to be careful because your heart is your core. Whatever is programmed in the heart will lead you. In other words, I, I made a statement about the heart is the part that brings balance and order to our life. If the heart is out of order, your whole life will be out of order with yourself and you'll be out of order with God. You ever notice you ever had your heart broke? <laughs> Just uh, using this as a point of reference. You, you talk to somebody with a broken heart. Man, they, they are so out of sync with themselves. You ever notice how somebody who's got a broken heart, you can't, some people, you can't get them out of bed. They're depressed. You can't get them uh, to, to see things differently because their heart is broke. Their emotions have been smashed. And, and, and my point is this. Proverbs 4.23 reminds us, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. Your heart determines who you are, how you respond to life, how you adapt to the changing culture. It, it affects your heart, your emotions, your mind, your intellect, your will. It determines who you are as a person. Jeremiah 17, 9 says the heart is deceitful above all things 
and desperately wicked who can know it when you look at the news and you look at some of the tv shows and you say man how could people have done some of the crimes they've done yeah easy because the heart needs to be converted jesus knows that god understands that that's why the gospel is said to be the power of god unto salvation to all who believe it doesn't just bring us in church it brings us in line with god by freeing the soul freeing the soul from the burden of sin and bringing our helping us to be able to bring our mind our heart into alignment with God and, and, and now in sync with him, we create and we are, uh, uh, we begin to live a new life. But let me, let me tell you another reason why you need to caution your heart, caution it because if Satan gets the slightest advantage on your heart, he can, he can lead you. Don't let him control your mind. Don't let him control your emotions because that's what TV is. Why TV is so dangerous. Sometimes the things that come in, the subliminal suggestions, sometimes the persuasion of other people. Let me give you a quick example. Samson, he was the strongest man in his day. He 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 was a Nazarite. And, and, and as a Nazarite, what Samson was not allowed to do was ever tell the secret of his strength. And he was told that if he should divulge that, that he that God will take his strength away from him. Well, he met a bad girl named Delilah. Now you know how sometimes People like bad. Yeah, I've heard girl Christian women say, I, I like the bad guys. I, I like them bad. Well, Delilah was in that category. She was a bad girl. She didn't really love Samson. She was paid by the Philistines to trap him and to figure out the source of his strength. Because see, Samson was in the center of the Israelite army. And at that time, they were un almost unconquerable because of him. He had the strength of 100 men. And nobody could beat him. And so they needed to find a way to defeat him. And so there they paid this woman to sleep with him and to persuade him to tell the secret of his strength. Well, guess what happened? Two or three times she got here and got him drunk and tried to seduce him. And then she opened the doors and yelled, hey, the Philistines are among us. Oh, you know, she allowed them to come in and he knew it. Two or three times he beat them off just to go back to let her do it again the next day. But this one final time, she kept working on his heart. She kept working on his emotions. She kept working on his, working on his mind. Tell me the secret of your strength. You don't love me. And she worked him and she got through not only to his emotions, but she got through to his mind and she caused him to unlock his will. And guess what he does? He decides to tell her the secret of his strength. All of a sudden, he went to street sleep. She got him, you know, seduced him again he fell asleep and when he went to sleep she got the cutting on his hair cut his hair off while he was asleep this time when the philistines broke in he couldn't fend him off because god had taken away his energy his strength his phys physical strength and against the vow that he made he lost not only his his strength he lost his eyes and then he lost its very life and the reason for this is because samson did not have a grip on his mind his emotions and his will. She didn't have any more power over him than what he gave. He gave her. And so I want to encourage you tonight. Don't let the wrong people have emotional control over you. Men, don't let the wrong kind of woman have control over your life. Women, don't let the wrong kind of guy have control or persuasion in your life because you know what will happen? Whoever controls your heart controls you. I just feel compelled to say that. That in these last days, there's a lot of things that can distract us from following the Lord. And for the actual, for the single Christian man or woman, is linking up with the wrong person who may have a handle on your heart. 
Because if they have a handle on your heart, the fact that you're already with them, the Bible says don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And you might be with somebody already that don't know the Lord. If you're there, you've already violated scripture and that shows that they've already got a hold of your heart. So I'm just trying to show you how subtle it is and how easy it is to get pulled away and to find ourselves not in the right frame of mind anticipating the coming of the Lord. Let's take a short break. When we come back on the other side, I want to just give you a couple additional thoughts here as to why we need to get a grip on our life because the coming of the Lord is near. But I want to share final thought what we need to grab a hold of so that we'll be ready when he comes. All right. You heard it from your friend, Pastor Pam. We'll be back in a second. It was meant to kill me Sin to destroy me And I thought that it would And I thought that it should Cause I messed up so many times I went left when you said right I'll understand if you wanna let me go Let me go, let me go But you
And welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to resume with our final segment, The Place of Decision, with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. All right, our final thought here tonight, I want to just encourage you to get a grip on your life, get a grip on your priorities, because it's important that we align ourselves with the things that are important. This is important. We have a lot of issues in our life. We have a lot of pursuits and a lot of things that are are what we consider important. But when you really sit down to look at what takes most of your time, you'll be surprised at how many secondary things we give a lot of attention and a lot of time to. And so I want you to get a grip on your life because what God is concerned about, he's concerned about the quality of your life. He's concerned about how you live your life. He's concerned about what what drives you in life. He He's concerned about what motivates you in life. He's concerned about what you spend most of your energy on. And so the Bible encourages us in Colossians 3.17, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And there it is right there. Whatever you do, do it as to the Lord. Do it in his name. In other words, do it as a representative of him. Whatever you do in word, in other words, as you speak to others, just remember that we represent Jesus Christ in every way. So be careful what you say to others. Our words uh, have the power of life and death. Honor God by the words you say to others. And it says in word or in deed, whatever you do, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Represent him by, by, by the things that you do. You know, be honorable in what you do. When you're at work and nobody's watching, you know, do your work in an honorable way. When, you know, matter of fact, the Bible always tells us to do it as though God is walking uh, side by side with us. But the point is that honor the Lord with your life. We're living in such days that God is looking for those who will seek him with their whole heart. And, And I really love how the Bible talks about in every generation, there was someone who honored the Lord. I like how it says how Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And Daniel's day, Daniel sought the Lord through prayer three times a day. He turned his face towards Jerusalem as as often was his custom. You know, you find ones like Esther who, you know, who who stood up to represent her country. And, you know, and we find time after time throughout the Bible, you find men and women who got a grip on their life because their priorities are right. You got to honor Lord with your priorities by aligning yourself according to the will of God. And what I mean by that is the Bible tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. You know what that means? Live by the word of God. Live by the things that are a concern to God. Live live by the, the priority. Make the whole Bible your priority and everything that's written in it. And if you do that, you will be walking in God's will. A lot of time when we talk about the will of God, we all think, should I go here? Should I go there? Should I do this? Should I do that? But I'm talking about living the quality of your life in alignment with God's purposes and his will as found in the word of God. In other words, you read it because you believe it. You believe it because you've read it and you read it because you know it's true. And so my thing is this, get a grip on your life, get a grip on it because we were encouraged and I'll read our verse. Once again, in James 5, 8, you also be patient, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. 
All right. Well, listen, um, in closing, I want to ask if you would just remember some dear friends of mine that I found that are in the hospital due to COVID. Uh, Reverend John Jala and his wife uh, from New Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church, uh, their daughter, Barsu. As a matter of fact, he's in the same room with his wife and the daughters down the hall from them. Pray for the uh, the, the Wilson family, Pastor uh, Vaughn B. Wilson Emeritus, who lost his dear sister to COVID recently, and the funeral was just, I believe, today. And so I want to just remind you that this thing has raised this ugly head again, and we need to keep not only keeping prayer for one another, but listen, whatever you do, be safe out there because, you know, the CDC is giving us guidelines that we must follow these guidelines. They told us back in March that if we did not follow the guidelines, the second wave of COVID was going to be first than the worst than what we've experienced before. And we're experiencing it now where we're in this second wave of COVID and every day we're getting thousands of new cases and it's to the point where now you know they got travel restrictions where if you leave pennsylvania you gotta come back within 72 hours you gotta have a negative covid test if not you gotta quarantine coming back into the city they're asking families not to have anyone other than your immediate household around your table for thanksgiving i know it's hard but listen these are the these are life saving restrictions and i'm gonna pray and ask that you pastors you know, follow suit. I know a lot of times, you know, you have churches with mortgages and all this stuff, and we understand that. But I'm just asking and encouraging you to be safe about coming back together. Listen, God knows what you stand in need of, and he'll provide your needs. He promised he would. But just remember, God is concerned about the care of the people as well. And as shepherds, our part, our responsibility is to guard the flock, to watch over them. So let's be safe Let's be careful as we try to pull the people just to come to church, just to have a congregation. I think that the well-being and safety of the people is, is priority. So I'm just encouraging you tonight to do what it is that will keep your people safe, the people in your household, the people in your circle, the people in your church. But just keep one another in prayer and hopefully we'll get through this thing together. All right. So listen, I'm going to turn it over now to our, our engineer, Reverend May. God bless, and I'll talk to you again. Thank you, Pastor Penn. Very well stated. And what we're going to do, we're going to take a final break on the Primetime Power Show, and on the other side, we're going to have closing remarks. All right. I'm Derek May. I'm Paul Quick Moore. I'm Christina Williams. And I'm Pastor Pendleton. And you're listening to the Primetime Power Show live. Primetime. Primetime Power Show. Believable. It's fabulous. You looking for an opportunity to add your podcast, media, or radio show to Primetime Power Radio? We offer slot times to broadcast your content live on our radio station. Primetime Power Radio is available as a radio station on the TuneIn Radio app and also streams on PrimetimePowerRadio.com. Get heard by your audience and establish a presence on the radio. Just go to PrimetimePowerRadio.com and click on the Join Primetime Power Radio link to learn more. Broadcast was in you today. Primetime Power Show is now available via podcast. Yes, you heard that right. We are on podcast, meaning that now we're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. So if you've missed the show and you didn't catch us live or you just want to hear a show again, subscribe to the podcast, whatever platform you're on. Once again, that can be iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. And then every time we have a show available via podcast, you will be able to see the latest, greatest show that's available. So once again, the Primetime Powers show is now available on podcast. Subscribe today.
Home Insurance Group LLC specializes in health and life insurance services that cater to meeting your needs. The O Insurance Group LLC specializes in health insurance assistance such as Medicare education, medical advantage plans, Medicare supplement plans, prescription drug plans, dental vision, group health insurance, and Affordable Care Act. The O Insurance Group LLC also specializes in life insurance assistance such as final expense, term life, whole life, universal life, and variable universal. Interested in getting the help you need now? For more information, call Sharita Odoms at 1-844-585-THEO or 1-844-585-8436. The O Insurance Group LLC, health and life insurance done with you in mind as we change one life, one day at a time. Primetime Power Show has advertising opportunities for your business or organization. We offer radio audio commercials, image text, and audio advertising on our website and on our social media pages. Live personality endorsements as well, much, much more. Learn more about our advertising options on our website at primetimepowershow.com slash advertise. Or you can email us a request for an advertising packet by sending it to advertise at primetimepowershow.com. Hey, be a part of the Primetime Power Show team and advertise with us. technology support that can assist you with your web computer and business needs mayworks provides professional solutions that can help you with whatever need that you have with a wealth of experience and technical know-how rest assured that mayworks can deliver on fulfilling your requirements learn more about mayworks by going to their website at mayworks.com mayworks is also available on social media such as facebook twitter and instagram as well so give us a call today at 484-466-5460. Once again, that's 484-466-5460 if you would like to discuss service options or if you are ready to start today. Mayworks, working for your success since 2000. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. I want to thank you for being a part of show number 307 of the Primetime Power Show. Just want to remind you, next Thursday night, we will not have a live broadcast. Next week, obviously, is Thanksgiving Day, so we want you to take the opportunity to spend time with your family and loved ones and just relax and Take some time off. So we're also going to do that, the Primetime Power Show team. But we'll be back the following Thursday, December 3rd, 2020, for show number 308, live right here on Primetime Power Radio. So mark your calendars. Uh, get with us back in a few weeks in regards to the next live show, show number 308 on December 3rd, 2020. want to give thanks to our supporter, the O Insurance Group, LLC. They offer great services in regards to health and life insurance need. Give them a call today. We know it's open enrollment right now you want to get it in before the end of the year to start the next calendar year so give the o insurance group llc a call 844-585-8436 once again that's 844-585-8436 or you can check out their website oinsurancegroup.com also, we have advertising sponsorship opportunities available right here on the Primetime Power Show. To get full details, you can go right to our website, 
PrompTimePowerShow.com and then click the advertise link. You'll be able to get the details in relation to the advertising offerings that we have right now. We have a great advertising special going on right now. Four straight weeks of your audio commercial twice played each show. Eight total plays for only $75. For details, once again, go to PrompTimePowerShow.com. Click on the advertise link to learn more. The podcast, Primetime Power Show, previous shows, interviews, and segments available on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the many other platforms that support the podcast feature. Just look for Primetime Power Show in the search. Do us a favor when you find us. Please add and like us. That will subscribe you to the Primetime Power Show podcast. Any new content that we upload for the podcast, you'll be able to get a notification and you'll be able to listen to the latest, greatest Primetime Power Show segment interview that's offered. So once again, podcast of the Primetime Power Show available on your favorite platforms. PSA, if you have a community-based event or program you would like to relate to our audience, the way you can submit it to us is by email, PSA at PrimetimePowerShow.com. All we ask is that you submit it to us now. You got a couple weeks because we're off next week, but just the, the next Tuesday before the next live show, make sure that you forward it to us. We want to have a chance to look it over, approve it, and also get into the rotation. Once again, if you have a PSA, go to PSA at PrimetimePowerShow.com. Also, we will post that on our social media pages as well, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get it to us uh, as soon as possible before our next live show. Thank you for the awareness and the support. We want to encourage our listeners also to check out our official show website, primetimepowershow.com. You can learn more about our radio personalities, see what's going on with the Primetime Power Show upcoming shows. Also, I mean, you can listen to Primetime Power Radio, <laughs> excuse me, 24-7, 365. You'll be able to listen to Primetime Power Radio to the live stream, uh, talk and music. So definitely appreciate your support and also feedback. We want to hear from you. Please add, like, and follow us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you'll find the badges on our website. Just click on it, and it will take you to the related social media platform. Please add, like, and follow us. Add a comment. Let us know how we're doing. If you have any ideas or suggestions, we'd love to hear that as well. Also, if you want to send us feedback privately, you can do so by emailing us at feedback at primetimepowershow.com. So that's going to do it for us tonight. Once again, thank you for joining the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio, streaming on primetimepowershow.com, primetimepowerradio.com, and featured on the TuneIn Radio app station, Primetime Power Radio. (laughs) 